lazy day. You sound like you're in a tunnel. How's that? That's better. <laughs> it helps if you take the mic off your head. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? I'm doing great. I'm enjoying this uh, cold snap we have in Florida. It's only 80 degrees today. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that is fall. Yeah. It'll last about a week and then it'll be hot as hell again. Nothing, <laughs> nothing like celebrating Halloween when it's 92 degrees out. Exactly. Yes. Kids running I around. bought my bag of hello. Oh, you got your, your Halloween candy? I, yep. Yep. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if it's even fewer people than I got last year. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm still gonna take the, put the thing on the car for the Ghostbusters and stand out yeah. there and like see who shows up. But now that our town does uh, trunk or treat on. Halloween, I think a lot of people go oh. to that instead. Hmm. I think that's how a lot of towns are going. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but like, there's nothing like when we were kids and like running from house to house. So it's a shame that that's going away. Yeah. Oh well, times change. <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah. So yeah, I'll have I'll have all that stuff out. I was at um. You guys have Big Lots down there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Big Lots had their has their forty percent off Halloween decorations. Oh. Yeah. And so I found a string of singing ghosts. Um, uh huh. That sing the Ghostbuster theme. So I'm gonna I bought those oh. and I'm gonna put those along the front of the candy table. Oh, okay. And so when people come up and start singing, I can press the button and the, they can sing with the ghosts. Oh. Yeah, it'll be fun. It will be fun. And fun gonna, for all ages. I'm going to make slime this year, too. Oh. Yeah, so I'm going to have like little um, little jars of slime on the corners. Oh. To give to the kids? No. <clears throat> I don't think any parents would appreciate me giving their kids slime. No. You tell them this is great for cleaning out your, your DVR. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere you got a lot of dust, this will clean. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we're still, what, two weeks away? We're only halfway through this month. I know, right? I think Christmas will be right around the corner. Oh, don't say that. I've already got my plane tickets. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you already have your tree up. 
No, I'll do that for Thanksgiving. Oh, there you go. And then leave it up to the end of January. <laughs> I mean, why take it down? It takes up an awful lot of space. Well, you could decorate it for every holiday. Mm, no, that's too much effort. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Too much effort. Big Halloween tree? Oh, see, okay, here's what you could do. You could you could set up a Halloween tree and do Nightmare Before Christmas, and then you just leave it up until after Christmas. Oh, there you go. That would work. Right. Yep. Holidays are among us. Halloween stuff's already being moved out to make room for Christmas. Yeah, I know. It's very weird. Yep. No Thanksgiving. And a no... lot of places are already... Nope. A lot of places are already 40, 50% off. Yep. Joanne's had 70% off. <laughs> yeah, it's always weird, like, especially places like Hobby Lobby, where, like, you would think that they would want Christmas up as much as possible since you know they're a big Christian company mm -hmm. and yet like come beginning of October they're already at 50% off their Christmas stuff right yeah it's like okay whatever I mean it's been up since fucking August but you know <laughs> I think Halloween should be a week long celebration you think? That'd be fun. All the kids coming around in different like outfits all the time. Yeah. Be great. So besides uh besides the weather, how have you been? Oh fine. Yeah. I had a cold this week. Uh oh. <clears throat> no, I tested myself. Oh. Well, that's good because several several people I I work with had COVID last week, and it's like you bastards. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so no, just cold, stocked up on Dayquil and Nyquil. No, you know that's what you get for kissing your coworkers. I guess it's from licking the doorknobs. <laughs> that's funny. Well, that's good. At least you don't have COVID. Yeah. What's new with you? Not too much. Very busy at work. Uh-huh. Um, you know, just uh, not a whole lot of time for other shit. It's, it's, it was the beginning of the month, so it's unusually, because we're going into the holidays, it's been busier than normal. And uh, Right lots of bullshit going on like people who I work with don't understand that um, horizontal video does not work in a virtual or a vertical video format for car ads right and they were very upset that like I was pushing back on the fact that like I can't I can't make 
footage of a car that takes up an entire vertical frame or, or an entire horizontal frame, make that fit into an entire vertical frame and still see the whole car. Right. Unless the car is really small. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I'm going to have to shrink it down. They're like, but we need that. We need it to fill up the entire thing. I was like, well, you're not getting that. Right. And it just doesn't exist. No. And it's, it blows my mind that these are marketing people that don't know how to market. Oh, don't get me started. Like it, (laughs) it, it blows my mind. I keep trying to tell them stuff. I'm like, you need to understand this. And they're like, yeah, well, um, you just need to make it happen. And so I went to my boss yep. and I was like, how do I make that happen? And I said, without it looking like shit. And I said to him, or tell me right now we're going for, we're not going for quality anymore. And if that's the case, I'll make it look like shit. Otherwise we need to talk to these people. And he was all like, right. well, you need to do your best. I was like, that's not a thing, man. I am doing my best. Right. And if they're not going to help me, figure this out then what do you want me to do and he's you know he's trying to play that corporate like both sides bullshit and I was like no we're gonna we're gonna fucking talk about this but it's just frustrating yeah but yeah that's been my week Mm, well it's exciting yeah it's been an exciting week in the news yeah so now that Netflix is gone, Best Buy is going to stop selling physical media. I saw that they're they're going to stop they're going to stop all like um I I guess that have they already stopped CDs? Oh yeah. Okay. So now it's it's DVDs and Blu-rays. Um but I mean yeah. honestly, the last time that I was in a Best Buy, the mm-hmm. the section was so small anyway. Right. That it was like, why are they bothering? So I'm not really sure why they're like, why it's taken them so long. Right. I mean, I don't know. Do you still buy, you still buy physical media, right? Not often. No, no, it's not a case where you used to have like shelf shelf loads of DVDs that aren't opened. Oh, I still do, but nothing, nothing new in the past few years. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't think of the last time I've bought my kid a couple of CDs that she's asked for because I've been like, I could just buy the digital versions and she's like, no, I want the CDs. Does Um, she have a CD player? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. She has a, she has a CD player. Um, it's not great. And like, she may be getting a better setup for Christmas, but, um, Mm. you know, she likes physical media. She likes, she likes like when we were kids, like reading the liner notes, right. She likes sitting down and like, like reading through the liner notes. And if they have like the, the lyrics, she goes through it and reads the lyrics as the songs play and stuff like that. Um, but the last time, we did that was some it was it wasn't a very well-known artist and couldn't okay. find it in any stores around here and had end up having to buy it on Amazon anyway right so i don't know if that's just the wave of the future of like if you want physical media this is where it's got to go 
but um yeah i mean it's a it's a it's a weird thing to think of like the last holdouts are going to be like walmart and target right and even that like even those sections unless it's a big name unless it's like the new taylor swift album like you're not going to find like obscure artists there no no I mean, when was the last time it's you were in a Best Buy? Uh, maybe last week. Oh, okay. It it's really changed. Mm. Like there were less products and more brand names. Yeah. And like the whole store had like a remodel. It was it was like darker and <laughs> sleek. But, you know, go in for a random cable and you're probably not going to find it anymore. No, I mean, I, I've come to the conclusion that if you can wait a couple of days for whatever you need, it's be- you're better off just going online, which I know is going to end up killing all those stores. But, I mean, yeah. if they're not going to carry it, what, do you, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. But then I, I also read last week that Netflix is going to open brick and mortar stores, physical stores. Yeah. For what? For what? <laughs> like, like I don't get Yeah. It. That doesn't make sense to sell the DVDs that you're trying to give away for free. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Very weird. I mean, according to this, uh, the stores will be more like outlets that are kind of like mini theme parks. Huh? Yeah. (laughs) What does that mean? Let me let me pull up the thing and see if it it actually has a good thing. Uh, The company's vice president of consumer products aims to open a network of stores offering retail dining and live entertainment that leverage its TV shows and movies. What? Yeah. Uh, the streamer plans to open the first two of these Netflix house locations in unannounced cities in the U.S. in 2025 in hopes to expand the concept to major cities around the world thereafter. Uh, we've, we, we've seen how, how much fans love to immerse themselves in the world of our movies and TV shows, and we've been thinking a lot about what we ta- how we take that to the next level. Um, so I think what you get is like you get a big ass building and like where you go to dinner and it's like I want to eat at the Stranger Things restaurant and have that like you know tricked out with Stranger Things stuff but I mean or it can be the ice cream place yeah but like the weird thing is like they cancel a lot of their shows after one or two seasons Right. So, how do you deal? How do you deal with that? Like, is it just well, an ever-revolving maybe... thing of themed entertainment? Yes. You know how, like, there's like the Friends pop up and the Harry Potter pop up and yeah. all these, you know, short-term um, 
destinations, I guess you'd call it. I could see them doing that, like building these these places as like a real flex space. Right. Where, you know, you've got your infrastructure and then, you know, you can change out the seating, you can change out the food menu. And I mean, that's a way to keep it fresh. Yeah. I mean, sounds like a job opportunity for some people. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Could be. Where do you want to have dinner? Netflix? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's... Mm. You could get the the uh, upside-down chocolate cake. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait for the the um squid game restaurant to right. open where like it's a challenge to eat before the timer goes off where you die <laughs> yeah that's weird yeah very odd very odd What did you watch this week? Oh, I watched a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I watched some brand new stuff. Oh, yeah. And I watched some series we've already been watching. Okay. Where do you want to start? Uh, I don't know. What what I guess stuff that we've both watched. Okay. Loki? Okay. What did you think of this new season? Um, I still like it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of confused as to what Loki's purpose is anymore. Like everybody in the Marvel universe is kind of gray. Like in this one, he's kind of trying to be the hero, but we know he's really a villain and, you know, what's he planning What's he up to? It's kind of weird. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on. I think last season they tried to to give him an arc that took him away from the villain aspect of his character with the idea that you know, the weird thing about him falling in love with himself aside. Um <laughs> him like this season seems to be like buying into what he who remains said in the last episode of last season that the TVA is there first for a specific purpose. Right. Um, but that's being juxtaposed to like Hunter B 15, who is very upset that they're pruning those timelines and killing people. Right. Right. So I'm not really sure if it's a thing of like they're wanting to save the TVA or they're wanting to take down the TVA. It sounds like the TVA needs to be in place to at least regulate something. Um, like if now that we have the the big time loom thing or whatever it's called. Right. You know, that seems to be now a ticking clock of if 
we're all going to die if you, if we can't get this under control. So does that mean like all of existence stops if this thing blows up or like, right. Is there just, is that the beginning of the true multiverse where everything is separated? I don't know. Like it feels weird that there's only six episodes to a season and going into the right. halfway point, we really still don't know the gist of the show. So that's what I struggle with. Like it needs to move a little bit faster for me. Right. Otherwise I yeah. feel like it's spinning its wheels. I mean, it's a very interesting concept that, you know, um, X5 tells Mobius that he, you know, it's like, you know, they took you, they, they kidnapped you and forced you to work here. It's like, don't you wonder what your life could have been? Well, and Mobius is like, well, no, it's, you know, this is what I do. I'm an analyst. Yeah. But technically, like if they're all variants, that means their lives went on anyway. Right. Like they were just using the variants for their own purposes, but whoever Morbius actually is in the world went on from wherever he was on the path that he was supposed to be on. Right. So I don't know. And, and having the whole thing with like all of the different branches and those are all separate universes and, Technically, are they killing people by pruning those branches or are they, I guess it, I guess it yeah. all depends on your view of the sacred timeline. Is there one timeline right. or should there be many? Right. You know, uh, and I guess that's a philosophical question that they're trying to answer, but. Yeah. You only got four episodes left, so yeah, you got to get to move on. on. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, like, um, because I, this, it doesn't feel a lot like it's tied into the rest of the Marvel universe anymore besides, right. um, you know, it's going to be the inclusion of Kang at some point, but mm -hmm. it really feels like they're just off telling their own stories now and they're kind of keeping it contained to the TVA, um, but I mean, it's, it's an interesting premise. I think it can fit within the Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and that would open lots of different doors for people. Like if they wanted to bring Tony Stark back, they could do it through the idea of the multiverse and the branches. Right. Um, you know, and the fact, the fact that they name check Tony Stark this week has me scratching my head. Like, are they trying to plant some seeds of that? Right. But I don't think, I don't think they're thinking that far ahead. I hope they are. I don't know. There was a, there was an article this week after the second episode came out where they were talking about how Kevin Feige and Marvel were really, um, 
taken aback by the reception of Quantum Mania and okay. that people didn't like it and they genuinely thought that it was going to be another billion dollar movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that tells me that they looked at that and couldn't, they're, they're now believing their own hype. And like, I think, well, they've probably got so many people around them telling them how wonderful they are that they kind of end well, up getting suckered into it. I mean, pre-sale tickets for um, the next Captain Marvel movie are way down too. So yeah, this might need to be their wake up call. I don't know. Yeah. And now that Disney plus has fired all the writers on, uh, on Daredevil. Um, Daredevil. Yeah, that kind of threw me. So, so Disney goes from saying they have to watch what money they're spending on the amount of shows that they're doing to firing all the writers and all of the directors off of a show that was pretty much done. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I honestly have no clue what they're thinking anymore. Like it's, it's definitely like a weird time. Like, was it so bad that they looked at it and said, we've got to do something about this. I mean, it must've been. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand the move. So I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. I, I caught up on um, Our Flag Means Death. Okay. I watched all five episodes that are out, I guess. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I like it. I. So are they just trying to burn through the episodes? Feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah, because like they have five out. There were only 10 last year. Right. And so I was like, what, what are we doing? Like. Um. It yeah, it just feels weird to me that there are this many already released. Like they did three the first week and then two this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like with shows having gone off the air this past year, you would think that there'd be more. Um. There'd be more room to air these things, but I guess not. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know. I mean, I do think that this was, was um, the the uh, mini driver episode, I think, was like one of my favorites so far. Where she plays Anne Bonnie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the one where the um, Blackbeard and Steed wind up in the in their house, right? In the antique shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the other woman 
was in uh-huh. um, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, she was? Yeah, she played Topaz, which was um, the Grandmaster's, like, henchwoman. Okay. And so there was there was another character that I thought was her somewhere else in the season and I was I started to think about like I wonder since Taika Waititi is um, involved in this whether she'll ever pop up since they shot this I guess they shot this in Australia or whatever and lo and behold she pops up and I was like oh hey look who it is right my my biggest problem was going into the first episode it had been so long ago that the first season was out that I didn't remember a lot of the people. Yeah. And so when they go to Blackbeard's ship and there's all those people that were on the revenge to begin with, like the, like the one woman that pretended to be a guy. Yes. Like she kept showing up and I was like, she looks like, and for some reason she sounded like the actress that plays the pilot of the enterprise on, um, strange new worlds. Okay. And she, I kept looking at that being like, oh, now she's on this. And then I, I looked it up and I was like, no, that's not her. Who the hell is that? And I kept looking for it and I was like, oh, oh, she was the one from the last season. So I had a hard time remembering like who everybody was supposed to be mm-hmm. without, you know, the two main guys of Steed and Blackbeard. Right. But, mm. you know, I think, I, I think. I- the writing's still very cool. I like that that one dude turned into a bird. Yeah, that was kind of weird. And then they were like, did you kill him or did he actually turn into a bird? And, was, and he's like, no, he actually turned into a bird. And they're like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a daring show. Uh, yeah. But I mean, HBO's got a lot of those, so. Yeah, that's true too. You know, that's it's not a very conservative content channel. Mm-hmm. What else did you watch? Uh, I watched the first two episodes of season four, part two, Doom Patrol. Yeah, I have. I thought I forgot that uh, that was out, so I have not watched it yet. Uh what did you? Uh, what did you think? Like non-spoilery. Uh, it it it's non-spoilery. It's very weird. Okay. I don't know how else to describe it, but there's there's stuff going on that's kind of like uh, I don't know. A lot of characters from the past have come back in this this last couple of episodes okay like like the little rat girl oh the the daughter of yes yeah okay yes yeah and i'm also wondering if if uh diana guerrera had boobs redone oh yeah because there are shots of her in this i'm like she always that big she she's known for having big breasts so is she okay yeah when she was on orange is the new black there was a lot of talk about like 
her being the most endowed out of all of the women that you saw on that show. Oh, I think they try to play okay. it down a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, look at it. At some of the stills, she looks normal. Okay. But then there were just some shots that were like, that's not real. <laughs> God didn't give her those. Might have. You never know. Could be. <laughs> Could be. So you'll have to watch and uh, we'll catch up next time. Okay. I also watched the reboot of Frasier. I heard that that was terrible. Frasier being Frasier is still very funny. Okay. The people Frasier is interacting with aren't as funny. Okay. His son's pretty boring. He's, um, he also is with, um, Niles's and Daphne's son, who's supposed to be just as neurotic as Niles, but he's not quite that way. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's very weird. And they're trying to come up with the dynamic of, um, <clears throat> Like Frazier in the coffee shop or Frazier at Cheers, because now he's working at Harvard and, you know, they go to a bar that all the teachers hang out at. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, the situations are kind of, aren't that great yet, but Frazier's Frazier is still very funny. Okay. The, the same condescending ass that we know and love. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I guess I guess the um the reviews that I I saw were like, yeah, this is not what we were expecting. Anybody who watches this is just going to find pain and misery. And I was like, wow, okay. I was never. I can probably count on two hands the number of Frasier episodes that I've seen. Oh, really? Like there was never a show that I was that I like sought out. Neither was Cheers. Like. Okay. Cheers was on when I was a kid, but it wasn't one of those that I really watched a lot. Um, okay. Like I've definitely seen more episodes of Cheers than I have Frasier for sure. Um, but it was never one of those things that like, you know, the must see Thursday TV or whatever the hell it was mm -hmm. that were those shows. I, that, that was never like my jam. So, um, when they when they announced the reboot i was like oh okay i mean everybody's doing it now so if they can make money off of it let them you know whatever um but then i saw all those reviews and i was like yeah maybe maybe not yeah it's you know it's like the same thing with the night court reboot yeah i could see that that's it it doesn't have the same spark that the original series had. Right. And whether that was down to the writing or that was down to the cast, because this cast is, I mean, it's different. Uh, Frazier shares an office with an old colleague of his from Oxford. Um, the department chair, department of psychiatry, psychiatry 
studies is um i don't know i don't know she if that actress knows who she's supposed to be yet okay you'll have if 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 you think of it watch it and see what you think okay then what have you watched um not a whole lot um did you watch lower decks did okay i really liked the ferengi episode yes um i liked i liked that like boimler gets lost in the ferengi tv Mm -hmm. and like just the ridiculousness of the shows of like landlord cops and like you know the all the stupid shit that you saw about like the Ferengi culture and like being on Ferenginar and stuff and like how he goes into the hotel room and you have to pay to use the toilet, but you have to pay to open the door to pay to use the toilet. And like all of this absurdity that is just like the Ferengi to a T. And I also liked having, um, Rom and Lita back from deep space nine. Yeah. I love the fact that they can get all the voice actors to come back and reprise all their roles. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, I always love that. And I liked, I liked Tendi and Rutherford like in the situation where, yeah, they've got feelings for each other, but they don't want to tell each other, but they're put in a situation where they have to, or else they're going to be thrown into like Ferengi prison. Right. Like it's just absurd and funny enough to be like, all right, this is, this is good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Have you heard about the new follow the house of Usher series with Mark Hamill? Mm, no. It is very interesting. It's, it's a modernization of the story, The Fall of House of Usher by Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. Every episode is named for a Poe story. And um, I mean, basically, it's the, the patriarch of a um, drug company who started the opiate crisis coming to terms with like the end of his life. And one by one, all of his kids are dying, these violent deaths. And hmm. Mark Hamill is the is his lawyer. Okay. And he's very very growly. Uh, like his voice is in a really low register, really Yeah, it's interesting. Okay. It's interesting. You know, there's one one of the kids wants to be a a uh like a nightclub owner. And he ends up throwing a party at a one of the family's abandoned drug facilities. Okay. And the title of the episode is The Mask of the Red Death. And, well, yeah, that happens. Okay. There's a Murders in the Rue, Rue Morgue episode that involves monkeys being experimented on. <laughs> uh, it's it's very weird, but it's 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 not a bad watch. Okay. What is that on? I think I've got. Uh, what is that on? Uh, it's on uh, TV. 
Okay. Wait, it's on, I think it's Netflix. Yes. Okay. Um, oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah, it's it's very bizarre. Um, it's kind of gruesome, but I think we're just sent desensitized to that these days <laughs> it might be something you'd like especially it being like the Halloween season yeah that's always a good time for gruesome weird shit yeah I mean it's only eight episodes it's number one on the TV yeah you might like it should you check it out I see that um, the show that you were watching got canceled. Which one? The it after happens party? to every show I watch. Yes. Yeah. I after see. two seasons. Yeah. They say they're looking for a new distributor. So who knows? Yeah, you think that uh, it can end? The... It can end after season two. It was just okay compared to the first. Okay. Does it does it end in a logical place to where if it doesn't get picked up, you'd, you'd be fine with it? Oh, yeah. Yeah? All right. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, story arc is very self-contained in each, in each season. Okay. So, you know, like season two starts, and it's a completely new setting. There's new characters, but some of the old ones are still back, and... um. By the end of it, it all wraps up. Okay. What's Tiffany so, yeah. going to do now? I don't know. Take some acting lessons? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, you know. That's the way it goes. <laughs> do you want anything else? Um... The only other thing that I really started watching, and I don't know why, was I, I, well, I know why, because it popped up on, I think, Peacock, and I was like, oh, okay, let me watch the first episode of this, is I, I rewatched the first couple of episodes of MacGyver from back in the day. Oh, like okay. old MacGyver, not the new MacGyver, not the reboot that right. they did. Um, right. Richard Dean Anderson with the mullet version of MacGyver. And uh, it's such a weird look into what they thought past storytelling should be. Okay. Because it's all done. A lot of it's done through like MacGyver talking to the audience. Oh, okay. And like voiceover. Uh-huh. So like he's telling the story as if like he's already lived it and like um you know he's he's like giving context into what's going on but it's done in a really weird way. And I remember loving the show as a kid and got through a couple of episodes and I was like, "Yeah, I think I'm done." <laughs> like it just it didn't keep yeah. my attention like it, it did when I was a kid. Yeah, I never watched it when I was younger. 
Yeah, and the the weirdest thing is in the very first episode. Um, do you remember the movie Blue Thunder, which was about a helicopter? Uh, a helicopter, yes. So he arrives at his first mission in Blue Thunder. Like that, like the helicopter lands, and I'm like, okay, why is that there? And it's never explained. He just gets out of it, and it it takes off and flies away. And I was like, did they just have it sitting around? And like, we needed a helicopter. That's weird. Like it's it's one of those weird things of like, like if you watch a lot of stuff from the early to mid '80s, like movies and television, you'll see a lot of the same props show up. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I guess it's one of those things. It's just like, hey, we've got a helicopter that and we need it for a TV show. So let's just go do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Hollywood was, was known for just recycling everything. Yeah. I mean, if you, there's a lot of things where like the ghostbuster PKE meter shows up in different movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's the, there's what they call the most, the most important machine in the universe, which mm-hmm. is this science fictiony looking thing with these red light tubes that go yeah. be, like that go between them and you've seen it in everything. If you were to do a web search <laughs> for the most important machine in the universe, you would say, "Oh, I know what you're talking about." But I mean, it was just at one prop house where they needed something sci-fi, so they're like, "Okay, here's your thing." It shows up on Star Trek and it's in Airplane 2, it's in Last Starfighter, it's in all of these different places that they just need a sci-fi looking thing. So this is what you're going to get. Right. So, yeah. But I was very, I was very shocked to see that in MacGyver. That is weird. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Other than that, I don't think I watched I didn't watch any new movies. I didn't really watch any old movies. Wow. Work was very slowing busy. down. Well, yeah. Uh. Yeah. And like when I got off of work most of the week, I just didn't want to sit in front of a screen. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, did other things. All right. Um, have you heard of this, this group that's been on America's Got Talent called Avant Gardi? <laughs> No, it's these group of Japanese girls and they're really freaky. Okay. I don't know how else to describe it. They're like all wear the same outfit. They all have the same haircut and a lot of what they do is in sync. Okay. But they also do like the, uh, you know, the synchronized swimming thing where different people, you know, raise their arms at the same time and it kind of makes a pattern and then they go back into everybody being, you know, doing the exact same moves. Okay. All right. It, I, it's really weird. I got a plan here on YouTube. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. It's kind of matrixy at times. Okay. It's weird. It's weirdly enthralling. 
I mean, I know, I know the stereotype of like Asian people all look alike, and like a lot of Americans like can't tell Asian people apart. And uh-huh. I, I think that's kind of what leads to this is that they all have got the same haircut, they've all got the same body build. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. There's a bunch of videos online. But they're all very similar. So I don't understand how, if they won, they could make a watchable, you know, 90-minute Vegas show out of it. (laughs) Oh, that's kind of freaky. <laughs> Even when they're when the judges are like giving them their scores, their faces are just bizarre. Is that Sofia Vergara? Is it judge? Yes. Yes. So Sofia, Heidi, Howie, and Simon. So from Modern Family to America's Got Talent, that's what happened to her. From Modern Family to Joe Mangiello to America's Got Talent. Oh, well. She was in that movie. <laughs> was in it about movie? spies or something? Oh, it was a movie with Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, I remember. I think. I, I remember her in something, yeah. Hot Pursuit. Hot Pursuit, okay. Oh, Reese Witherspoon. But she's the same character, like she's herself. There's nothing else to her yet. Who, Sofia Vergara? Or, yeah. Yeah. Well, she she's boobs and an accent you can't understand. I mean, she yeah she's she's not popular for her acting ability. They, mm, no. they squeeze her in the tight clothing <laughs> and have her boobs pop out and hope that guys will go see it for it. Right. And apparently they didn't. Oh. <laughs> oh, even the way they walk off stage is weird. Yeah. Oh, what the hell? They're kind of dressed like the like the weird robot thing from um Squid Game. That's weird. Yeah, sort of. Maybe that's just a standard East Asian school costume. (laughs) Possibly. I don't know. Yeah. Nice. She's got four, four upcoming projects. Okay. I mean, good for her. Mm, yeah, they're all associate producer and executive producer. Oh. So. Well, maybe maybe that's where she feels that, you know, she needs to be now. Mm. I mean, after, what was it, 11 years on Modern Family? I mean, I seriously doubt yeah. that that main cast has to work anymore. I wouldn't think so. I mean, I bet they'd be set up for life. Like they're they're only acting because they want to. I mean, there's not a big call for the kid actors, so you know, Ariel Winter is on well, that that Mars TV show. Yeah, 
you know, celebrities on Mars or whatever the fuck that was. You know, I'm sure the rest of them don't have to work. I'm sure um, Ed O'Neill isn't like, what's the next thing I'm going to do? Right. I did finish my rewatch of Modern Family. And? Um, I was either I didn't watch it when it aired or whatever, but I was totally caught off guard with the episode where Phil's dad dies. Like that just, I don't know. It just threw me like it just, it just brought back everything from my mom dying. Like I mean, when they go down to Florida for the service and everything. No, no, there's, there's a, there's a episode where Phil's, he goes to check in on his dad because his dad was like, Oh yeah. 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 Like he wasn't acting normal and they spend this day together and then it, it cuts to Phil and he's all in black. And he, he talks about like, he didn't know that'd be the last time he'd be with him. And that it totally threw me. I was like, Holy shit. Mm. Like, I don't know. Like I don't, I remember when they had talked about, um, um, what's her name's mother dying? Um, Claire's Claire when, when Dee Dee dies. Yeah. But like, it's, I don't know. It's played more comedic than the one where his dad dies. Mm-hmm. And I like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just totally caught me off guard. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like this is supposed to be a comedy. Damn it. Right. You're not supposed to make me feel things. Yeah, it's not supposed to get me all like teary eyed. Right. Very weird. But it's it's a really good show. I mean, it it definitely has a bell curve of like their peak funniness and like as the years go on it starts to go downhill a bit. And right. you get to a point where it's like, okay this is that they really need to figure out how to, they're going to end this. And I think it's, it's satisfying enough to where like you've watched for 11 years, this family interact and now that family isn't together anymore. So it's a logical place to end it. Like if they had gone right. on one more season where like, like um, the kids phoning in from Switzerland, I'd be like, all right, now we've really gone past the expiration date but they knew enough to be like, all right, this is where we need to get off. And I'm sure, I'm sure the cast, um, like salary was killing them like 11 years of, oh, yeah. of really popular actors is going to kill a show. Mm-hmm. Think of the residuals. Is they got to be getting anymore? seven and eight cents an episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's all on streaming, like, are they even getting that? Right. I would think at some point somebody would try to reboot it. Yeah. Maybe Manny and, uh, the other boy become roommates or something and then you know randomly the parents drop in and the grandparents drop in and I could see a limited like six episode thing yeah 
Yeah. Um, I don't think the kids could carry it. No. No, you'd have to have them all back. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe the family comes out to visit um, Cam and Mitchell in Missouri. You know, over some week-long thing or something, you know. Hmm. Um, and let them be the fish out of water. Like, it's been several years since they moved and like this is the first time going to Missouri instead of them coming back to California or something. Yeah, that could be interesting. You know, just kind of like of a catch up. But I, again, I don't know if they would get them all back for that. And would, would ABC have enough um, return on investment for making something like that? Because who knows? Definitely some some good TV. Yeah, yeah, and it's there's not a whole lot on that's like that anymore. Right. So yeah, we had a couple of uh, celebrity deaths this week. Who died? What did I miss? Did you ever watch the old Billy Moomy Lost in Space? Um, I I think I watched it as a kid, but I'm not 100%. I know I know the characters from them, so I must have seen it at some point. Did Bill Moomy die? Uh, Major Don West. Oh. No, Mark Goddard. Oh, Mark Goddard. Okay. Yeah. How old was he? 87. Oh. That's a good long run. Yeah. And he was also in the first in uh in three seasons of Oh no, wait. That's that. He did something called Rollerblade. Oh, yeah. Why does that sound familiar to me? A classical musician meets a fast-talking roller skater, Bobby James, at Venice Beach, California. Oh, it's Lin- Linda Blair. Linda Blair, yeah. Yep. Roller Boogie. It's classic. 1979. Oh, yeah the golden age of movies yeah uh, another actor from that time period um, Piper Laurie uh, uh, Lois Lane nope no oh she died too Phyllis Coates okay which uh, no Piper she Lane. was the mother in Carrie oh, okay with okay. Sissy yeah, Spacek yeah, yeah. okay she was 91 Wow. That's a good long run. It is. Started acting when she was 17. Wow. She was in Return to Oz? Who did she play in Return to Oz? I don't know. 
Oh, she was A and M. Ah. With Feruza Bulk. And probably most famously, she played George Clooney's mother on ER. It's probably oh. what everybody knows her from. Okay. There's also some interesting actor news this past week. Okay. That Will Smith and Jada Pinkett were have been separated since 2016. Yeah, I was going to bring this up, but I didn't know if how much you really cared about this. So I think it's interesting that she's got what she's got a new book book coming out or something. Yeah. So. You take it with a grain of salt. So my question is, if that is true, if they really have been separated for seven years or whatever it is, he threw away his career for a woman that he's not really married to. Right. Like he blew off the handle. Yeah. For a woman that he could have just played it off. He could have just sat there stoically. But right. he blew up and slapped Chris Rock and pretty much fucked up his career over a woman that mm-hmm. I guess is manipulating him for whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's really weird. I mean, that whole family is weird. But, well, yeah. But I just I couldn't I couldn't wrap my head around that. Like, why would you do that for somebody? Like, I don't know. You obviously uh, didn't couldn't get along enough or do whatever to stay married. And so you're gonna like throw away everything for this woman. I just, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Apparently at the Oscars during the commercial break, Chris Rock came down to the edge of the stage and tried to apologize to her. And she was like, this is some old shit. I can't talk about this now. <laughs> and then later, he says he asked her out. Oh, whatever. Yeah, see, I mean, it just feels like this is like, hey, I got to get my name in the press so people will buy my book and, you know... Maybe I'll get a movie about my life like Priscilla Presley. So has Chris Rock been asked about him asking her out? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, th- I think that should be a thing. I think somebody should be like, hey, this is what they're saying. How do you respond right. to this? Because I would assume that with everything I've heard, he'd be like, what the fuck? Well, it's weird because this article in Variety says, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith says Chris Rock approached her after Will Smith's snap slap and said, I didn't mean you any harm. She hasn't talked to Chris since. And then further down, (laughs) it says Jada also revealed that Rock once reached out to ask her to go on a date while rumors were circulating about her possible divorce from Will. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I'd love to take you out. And she said, what do you mean? He's like, well, aren't you and Will getting a divorce? And she was, no, Chris, those are just rumors. What? Okay. She says she thought the slap was going to be a skit. That 
there was not going to be a real slap. It was just going to be a, a stupid scene, and then you know, whatever. Bazinga. Yeah. So she's, I don't know. She's I mean, saying that it was all it was all put on ahead of time. No, no, no. That it happened in the moment. Okay. But she thought it was going to be, you know, a thing, a bit. That it wasn't going to be an attack. Okay. Whatever. Those people. <laughs> Those people. Those people. Oh. Uh, uh, we also got news that Michael Caine is officially retiring. Yes. Yes. He's done. There's no leading men at the age of 90. Yes. Which, I mean, I don't disagree with. But there's also something something to be said for the um, older fatherly figure, grandfatherly figure roles that happen. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, at 90, I'd want to fucking retire and like spend my remaining years doing whatever the fuck I wanted. So, I mean, I can't really put it past like I can't I can't hold it against him for wanting to like chill the fuck out. Oh God, no! And yeah, it's but pro- apparently his, his debut novel is being released this December. Oh well. <laughs> Maybe he'll become a writer like uh, Gene Hackman. There you go. Well, that's good. Like he'll he'll fade out from the spotlight. You won't see a movie where you're like, "Oh, why is he still on screen?" Right. He can go peacefully. Hmm. Uh, one of the actors in Fall of House of Usher, well, several. Carla Cugino was in it. Hmm. Um, but um, Mary McDonnell yeah. from Battlestar Galactica. Uh, Dances with Wolves. Mm-hmm. Yep, is in it as the wife of the. Uh, the pharmaceutical magnate. Okay. And I did not recognize her. Is, is this a, um, Oh, what's his name? Yes. Guy who did haunting on Hill house. And, um, what was the one about the vampires on the Island in the church? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- is that the same uh, guy? Midnight, midnight mass. Midnight mass. Dark yeah. mass. Yeah, is that black the, mass? Something. Midnight mass. Mike Flanagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, th- this is like his who's who because like Carla Gugino and Bruce Greenwood were in the film that he shot where um, they're a married couple that are having problems and they decide they decide to go away for the week. Yeah. And they get in the bed and he handcuffs her and then has a heart attack and dies on top of her. Oh, Jesus. Uh, God, what is that called? Um, yeah, that was him too. So like, he definitely has people that he works with. Uh, Gerald's game was, was the name of that movie. Yeah, I like Mike Flanagan. I thought he, he he's a good storyteller. Yeah. 
He also did Doctor Sleep, um, which was the uh, Shining sequel. Yes, with you and McGregor. With you and McGregor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carla Cugino was also in Midnight Mass. Was she in that? Mm-hmm. And The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, okay. Yeah, he definitely likes working with her. Yeah. Which, I mean, good for her. Constant work. Was she the mother in Spy Kids? Was she in Spy Kids? Yeah. She was on Spin City. She was in Sin City and Spin City. <laughs> she was on Race to Witch Mountain with uh with The Rock. Classic. Her and The Rock did a, a couple of movies together. She was yeah. Sally Jupiter in Watchmen. She did one episode of Who's the Boss? <laughs> I mean, look, I will always have a special place in my heart for her, um, for son-in-law with Pauly Shore. <laughs> because she survived it, still has a career? Well, she she goes from, like, this meek Midwestern wallflower to he, like, turns her into this, like, very hot for the time, like, teenage, like, like all the all the guys that I know that saw that movie when it came out were all like, "Oh my god, she's amazing." And I think that was the first time I ever saw her in a movie, so. Right. You know. Nostalgia. She did an episode of Elf. She's done everything. She has. What a career. <laughs> yeah, I guess Robert Rodriguez likes to work with her too. Yeah. Yeah, I guess she was the mother in Spy Kids. The father, Antonio Banderas? Yeah. Yep. Mm. Ricardo Montalban was the grandfather. Holland Taylor oh, was right. the grandmother. Like, there's a lot. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize Holland Taylor was in it. Yeah. She's like one of those character actors I really like. <laughs> oh, now you got to watch all the Spy Kids movies. I guess. <laughs> Does she play the same character she plays on Two and a Half Men? Yes, the or bosom buddies, the, or anything else she's been in. <laughs> the prom, the pr, promiscuous older woman. Yes. Mm. What's the name from an elderly cougar? Uh, is that a gilf? Granny Grandmas, I'd like to yeah. find time with. <laughs> I guess I don't know I I mean cougar a cougar is what somebody who is into like younger guys yeah but she's like a 40 50 year old yeah 
Maybe just Cougar. I don't know. But she's she's also married to um, Sarah Paulson, right? Yes. Yeah. And you know what her real name is? Who? Sarah Paulson? Or Holland? no, Holland Taylor. No. It's Holland Taylor. Oh. <laughs> 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 I thought there was going to be some big reveal. No. Her name is. However, she's only five foot four, so that must mean that Charlie Sheen and um, what's his name, Ducky or John Cryer, are really short. Or they put I think most heels. actors are really short. Yeah. Her real name is Sarah Hammerbush. <laughs> Mm. Ooh, there is a www.hollandtaylor.com but it says the website has been classified as malicious oh uh oh but maybe that's just her personality <laughs> gotta watch out for that yes oh that's funny All right. You got anything else for this week? No, no. I think that's it. All right. Hit everything on my list. Yeah, so did I. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook and YouTube and let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. I can do whatever I want to do because the apocalypse is coming. <laughs>